Hi, I'm Carlene, and this is Diva Tonight. I have with me a dear friend. His name is Kadeem McLean, and he is a, what would you call yourself? Are you more like a financial advisor? What's, what's the term that you use? Honestly, because there's so many different terms out there, I just call myself a financial professional to be yeah. honest with you. So, yeah. Okay. So what is it that you do to help your clients? I know you do more than one thing. Obviously, you're an entrepreneur as well. You've been doing this for, what did you tell me, like five years now? It's been... Seven now. Yeah. Seven. seven. Wow. Okay. Actually, hold on. Today's the anniversary. So seven today. <laughs> All right. Happy anniversary. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So how is business going now? So business is going well. It's going very well. The team is doing amazing. We just had actually a Christmas dinner. So that was nice. To, I saw some pictures and one I wasn't able to attend, but they, they went out and had a good time. And in terms of what I do, honestly, like you said, it is a lot. But to make it simple, I, I simply say I find the gap in clients' financial situations and I help them fill that gap if necessary. Yeah. One through solutions and all that stuff, but mainly... My focus is on education because I find if you don't know what it is, it doesn't make sense for you to own it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So it's, that being said, a lot of people might go to the bank, for example, and no shade to the banks, but they might go to the bank and they might get a term insurance policy. But they don't realize this term is going to expire, going to be more expensive for them and it might not fit their their needs. So that's a gap. And what I do is I sit with people, show them that gap and show them solutions on how to fill that gap. Oh, that's great. What was the main thing you found like that you were helping people or situations that arise? Because it's kind of like, you know, maybe you were working for a company and then all of a sudden you got laid off. So I think that puts everyone in a different predicament, you know. Here in Toronto, like, you know, when everything happened, it was like 6 million people were unemployed and government was helping them out. So what was what was your solution or how were you helping people during that time? Yeah. So great question. One of the things that people really focused on during the pandemic, because they saw there were some people started to pay a little bit of attention to the to the market. Sorry. Right. Regardless of their knowledge of the market, they started to pay attention to it a little bit and they wanted to get into the market which is good because now is better than never, right? And late is always better than, than never. So one of the things that were predominantly done with my clients is investments, but also business partners, right? Because that's also another side of, of my business. And that's what the event is about tomorrow is really how can you make an additional stream of income um, in these times, right? And to that point, the business as a whole, it's, it has done better during the pandemic than it did before. We call it the Zoom era, Zoom to boom, whatever you want to call it. But ironically, because we don't have to travel to see clients and whatnot, we can just hop on a camera. Even if you're in Nova Scotia, if you're in BC, it doesn't matter. If you're in the States, hop on a camera, we can do that. So definitely people who were looking to get a, maybe an extra little bit of an income, that's one of the ways that I help them, as well as investments. Yeah, it's true. Like, you know, a lot of people deal with like Zoom fatigue or but like connecting is what we're doing right now. Right. Thanks to Zoom. So I guess you're connecting more with people that way. And would normally would you be engaging in a different way, like in person? Right. Is normally is that how you normally see your clients? So does this in terms of time, do you feel like this makes things easier for people? Like how 
has it impacted the business? Because you said it's 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 increased, right? Because we, like as long as you have a computer, a camera, and a mic, or you don't even need the mic, but you know. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Even if you just have your phone, really, right? So in terms of time, it definitely saves on time because, like I said, I can be in. One of my mentors always says this, but she can be in in BC like one minute and the next minute she's in the States, right? Or the next minute we're in, let's say Alberta, wherever. So you don't necessarily have to get up and go travel to those locations anymore just to help people out, help a client or build your business, do a review, but you can hop on Zoom and with the click of a few buttons, you're in another province. (laughs) Right. So it definitely saves on time. And not only that, but outside of business, just regular events as well, right? Some people... Because of the pandemic, they had to do their birthdays on, on Zoom, little birthday celebrations and whatnot. And I also help some, some charities and whatnot in Zoom, right? It, it helps a lot. So yeah, definitely saves time. Yeah. So during the holidays, I think um, it's a little bit more challenging. Like they say this time is a little bit more stressful, you know, with the holidays coming up and that kind of thing. What advice do you have for people going into January? Like what should they be thinking about? So I find that again, unfortunately, finances is a big stressor in, and it rolls over to all areas of life, right? Again, we hear about marriages ending in divorce. A lot of the times because of finances, people get stressed out married or not because of finances. So what I would say going into the new year is I don't want, I don't necessarily believe in the whole new year's resolution thing, but set a plan. Don't, not, not, not a resolution that set a plan. So the plan is, for example, if you are struggling during this Christmas or holiday season because you have to buy gifts and you might have to swipe your credit card to do so or so on and so forth, that's a whole other conversation because gifts was, is really a secondary thing or maybe even third thing to the holidays, in my opinion. But if you're swiping, maybe it's because you didn't plan properly. So going into the new year, how much look look back, how much did you spend on Christmas this year? Right? And then you can plan it out, break it up by by 12, so that each month you put a little bit away to plan for next Christmas. That way you don't have to just feel the stress of these credit card bills and whatnot because you've planned it out. You put 100 bucks away a month, you put 50 bucks away a month, however much it is you're spending on Christmas. That'll help to lessen the burden. And not only should we do that with Christmas, but we should really do that with everything. Because if you don't have a plan, there's a saying, if you aim for nothing, you'll hit nothing. If you have no target, you're not going to hit anything. But if you have a target, you know you need 40000 for a down payment or, or 80000 for a down payment, whatever it is, you can reverse engineer those numbers. So that's the great thing about the new year is you're starting quote unquote fresh and you can plan for whatever goal you want to hit within the next few months, within the next 12 months, starting January. Yeah, that's some great advice there. I think it's like some people start to plan early, right? You just, it just creeps up on you. And I, you know what I think it's, it's like a different time. Like there's so many things going on and like life has changed a little bit too with the way that we do our day to day. So it's, it's like, planning ahead and like getting back to your goals, like you said, right. Cause like right. we all have long-term goals and short-term goals, but I think like you said, during the holidays, it just puts things in a different perspective, but yeah, 
if someone wanted to speak to you, what exactly do you help people deal with the most? Like you said, like you deal with your financial professional. So across the board, there's so many things that our finances help us with. You know what I mean? The bills, the mortgage, the insurance, like all these things that you said that you have to think about in the long run. So if someone was coming to speak with you, what are the, some of the things that you help them think about? Great question. So to be honest, whatever they have to come to think to, or whatever questions they have, they can come to me and ask me, right? Because worst case scenario, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Worst case scenario, if I don't know the answer, I will find somebody who does. And while we'll, I'll get that answer for you. However, any financial question really that you have, I, I want to say I can answer it for you or find somebody who does, right? So no matter what you're asking, whether it's in terms of mortgages, whether it's in terms of debt, whether it's in terms of uh, structuring your bills and, and budgeting, whatever it is, solutions are out there, right? And I can get those solutions for you or I already have those solutions for you. So I'm helping somebody look into a mortgage right now. I'm helping somebody look into pet insurance. Like that's the variety of things and everything in between that, that I can do for my clients. Again, the first thing I focus on is that education, right? As I talked about, um, and really when I sit with people, I find it so, so funny every time I sit with people and I go through a full plan for them, right? A full, let's call it a budget, right? I call it a, we call it a personal financial strategy. And oftentimes they look at it and they're like, whoa, 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 that number is not right. And I ask them, are you sure that you don't have this much left over after each month, after each paycheck? They're like, no, no, no. I have a lot less than that. Where's your money going? It's falling through the cracks, right? People aren't keeping track of their dollars. And one thing I always say is seven bucks a day, right? I have a YouTube video, seven bucks a day. You, seven bucks a day, if you can just save $7 a day, because when you think about it, we spend maybe 20 bucks a day just on miscellaneous things. Whether we go out, we buy lunch unnecessarily because we have food at home we could have made or could have eaten. We go buy chocolate bars, chips, pop, right? Whatever little miscellaneous items. But let me, let me be conservative and again, say just seven bucks a day. If we just save $7, that's $210 a month, right? People think they don't have money to save, but in reality, it's just that our dollars are slipping through our pockets. They're slipping through our hands. So in terms of how I help people, again, the, I, I can go on and on because it's really endless. It all depends on what you are looking for, even if it's just a second opinion, because I don't charge people. My, my clients don't pay me out of their pocket per se, right? So a second opinion, sure, let's do that. You want some free information, education? Sure, let's do that. Whatever it is you're looking for, feel free to reach out. Yeah. You know, like you said, like $7 a day, but there's one interesting thing, you know, like things are going up in price. You know, the price of food is going up, you know, whatever you were spending before. So if in that situation, I think let's talk about like just the simple things like our day to day, like you said, like, you know, you go out and you spend money on lunch or you spend money on coffee and those kind of things. But your whole thing is planning ahead. Right. So we know that the price of food is going up and it's obviously nothing's going down. It seems like we're dealing with that. So what would you do in terms of planning for that? It's like, okay, well now I have to spend. So before maybe I'd spend 50 bucks a week on groceries. Now it went up like $70. Right. So, yeah, yeah. um, 
what suggestions do you have in terms of planning for that? Cause like we just, we're just talking about the basics, right? Right. Right. So in terms of kind of planning for the increase in prices, you were saying. Yeah. Like we know what's happening. Like you're already seeing it. Like I went to the grocery store the other day and it was like the frozen strawberry I used to buy. It was like $3.99 a pack. Now it's like four something. So yeah. unless I'm waiting for it to go on sale, which you can do. Right. But there's certain things that are just like, okay, well maybe I'm going to have to cut back. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. but food is essential. Like we have to eat. Right. Just exactly. like certain yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, so there's a few things to this looking at your situation. Do I normally go out and just buy unnecessary items when I'm doing groceries or do I buy the essentials and maybe a little bit here and there, right? What I mean by that is am I buying a bunch of junk or am I buying produce and the things that I really need or am I buying things I can go without, right? How many bags of chips am I buying when I go out to do groceries, right? How many chocolate bars and so on and so forth. Um, so that, that's definitely one step there. In terms of the increase in price though, I'm going to say this and Robert Kiyosaki for anybody who knows him, he says savers are losers. And I'm going to kind of go into a little, little bit about why he says that. And I mean, no disrespect when I say it, but if your money's in the bank account right now in your bank account, you're losing. If you have money sitting in your bank account, you are losing. You just mentioned a, a, an item that was about $3.99 went up to $4.99. That's a big increase percentage wise, right? And I say that because inflation, inflation has just been going, it's just been going up and going up and going up. Now for the past roughly 60 years, right, I'm not even gonna include COVID, right? I'm not even gonna include the pandemic, but the last 60 years, inflation has been about 3.7% on average, right? Our money in our bank accounts are not growing by 3.7%. They're growing by maybe 0.05% oftentimes. So if your money is not growing above this thing called inflation, which is rising at 3.7%, you are losing money, literally. If you were getting 1% return, right? I had a high interest tax-free savings account with one of the banks. I'm not going to tell you which bank, but it was the green bank. And I had a 1% return. If inflation is at 3.7%, my return rate is at 1%. I am losing 2.7%. Meanwhile, I'm sitting in my bank account thinking I'm gaining 1%, but no, I'm losing 2.7. So what I would say is, again, use that money. Let your money work for you. Because if your money's not working for you, again, you're, you're kind of getting the short end of the stick. You want to make sure your money is working for you. You work hard for your money. We all do. Let your money and your dollars work hard for you. Put them into accounts where you can earn 5 plus percent, more than inflation, right? Now, I'm not going to say I'm guaranteeing it or anything along those lines. We can have conversations about that outside of this. But again, there are accounts where you can get 20%, 40%. You can get 15%, 7%, right? It all depends on your risk tolerance and the market at the time and so on, but it's not doing anything for you where it is. So however much you can budget out to be able to invest, even if it's $50 a month, something, because that will allow you to have your dollars work for you and grow above inflation, increasing your buying power. Those are some strong words there of like, you know what I mean? In terms of like investments and pandemic aside, I think uh, some of us were, were always planning ahead, but then we, when things change, it's kind of like, do you still plan ahead 
or do you just plan for the week? Like what, what has been your mindset with this whole thing? Cause like when things change, like the unexpected, right? Like, you know, people like you save and you plan to go on a trip and now you're not going on that trip anymore. So obviously that money you have saved, you can accumulate some more, but when things change, it's like adapting to that change. Right. And uh, developing a mindset. Like you said, you're helping people with mortgages right now. And like, obviously things are a little bit different in terms of finding property and that kind of thing, but real estate is still doing well. Right. You know what I mean? People are still able to invest in property, which is like, a very popular thing. Obviously, that's the goal in mind, right? Right, right. So to answer that question, I would say you definitely want to be adaptable just as a general principle, right? You, you definitely want to be adaptable. However, I would say to kind of combat that question, if you will, or flip it, how far ahead are you really planning? How far ahead are you really looking, right? Because in my opinion, and again, I mean no offense by this, if you are looking week to week or paycheck to paycheck, something's got to change, right? You may not necessarily be in the best situation for yourself financially if that's the case. And really, you're adding stress to yourself, in my opinion, right? I have some clients who they, they were stressed. They were living paycheck to paycheck, and they weren't really saving anything. And they always thought, oh, I have no money. Sat with them. We looked at their budget. We didn't change their lifestyle but we were able to put a little bit away every month. And then about a year later, a year and a half later, maybe two years, they had, they had a substantial amount in there to the point where they're looking at it. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I never thought I could save that. And they, a burden is lifted off of their shoulders. One thing I always strive to provide my clients with is financial security, lift that burden off of their shoulders and get rid of that financial insecurity. Right. Because when you see it's a different feeling when you see your, your money working for you and accumulating. Right. So, um, again, to answer that question, I would say, how far are you looking into the future? Because if you're not looking past a certain point, you're not looking far enough. Then I always challenge that personally. If you're looking week to week. Something needs to change. You know, what? if you're looking week to week, reach out to me. That's what I got to say. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, you know what? Since we're talking about that, so how can how do people connect with you? I know you're you said you mentioned YouTube, your YouTube video about seven dollars a day, which is really interesting. I like that. And then um obviously you're on social media. So how do yeah. people connect with you, Kadeem, if they want your help? Even with your yeah. budget. I mean, obviously I've done it before with you, which is great. It's it's important to have a budget, obviously. So absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So Kadeem McLean, that's me on pretty much every platform, Facebook, Instagram, which I'm not too active on, but I'm getting more active on there. YouTube, right? Kadeem McLean. And if it's not Kadeem McLean, it's Kadeem 27. So yeah. 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 It's like you said, I feel like in this day and age technology, like if you weren't in the game of technology and, and being versatile with it, like you were kind of forced to, I remember like this company I was working for, everything was paper, you know what I mean? All the paperwork and everything like that. And I think the yeah. pandemic kind of like forced them to go paperless with a lot of things. So if you're not in it, like it just changes everything in, in perspective. Right. And so yeah. But I guess, like you said, planning, like even if you don't have a New Year's, but planning is always important. It just uh, gives you that added security, right? You said, yeah. Yeah. And, and again, I think that's a general principle for life, really. 
because if we just wake up and kind of react to the day, we're going to stress ourselves out. We're human. We have certain limits. We don't have endless capacity for dealing with other people's situations or dealing with the situations that get thrown at us in a day. If we can kind of plan ahead as best as we can, then we're able to prepare for those unexpected situations as much as possible. And instead of just reacting to the day, we prepare for the day. Having a plan B is always that thing that we didn't necessarily think about. I think when 2020 happened, like even though we're now in 2021, it's uh, the year's almost over. But what do you think people should think about in terms of goal for 2022? Like if we have to think about like the lasting impression, like what should we think about if for the next two weeks and going forward in our day to day? Because it's hard, right? Things which can be challenging, but. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You're definitely right. It's life, right? Again, like I said, we're all human and things happen. The things are always happening. So deal with it as best as you can. And, and my heart goes out to anybody who may be struggling because I understand how it can be. In terms of what to think about and turn into 2022, it all really depends, right? Because at the end of the day, what are your goals? What is it you're trying to accomplish? What are you aiming for? What is one big financial goal? And this, again, think about it financially, fitness-wise, familial-wise, relationship, all these other areas, spiritual-wise. But financially, what is your one big goal that if you accomplish it in 2022, you'll be complete, you'll, you'll be not satisfied, but you'll be proud of yourself. Let's look at it that way. You'll be proud of yourself, right? And don't just think about the goal instead of New Year's resolution, but think about the goal. Reverse engineer it. If you want to make an extra $12,000 next year by December 31st, right? What do you need to do? How much you need to make a month? $1,000, right? Plan it out starting now. Get into a, start a side business, buy an opportunity somewhere to start making some extra income, right? Reach out to me, kadeem27 at gmail.com. I could help you with that, <laughs> right? So just again, whatever your goal is, just reverse engineer it. And for anybody who's entrepreneur minded, this is what the big thing that I'd say, find a way to stop trading time for money. Find a way to stop trading time for money. Because if you trade time for money, you will work until you die. Don't mean to be morbid, but the unfortunate truth. Or you attempt to retire, not necessarily be happy in your retirement and have to end up working at McDonald's or Walmart or something along those lines in your retirement when you didn't want to. So stop trading time for money. Uh, not stop, rather, but find a way to stop trading time for money. I'm not saying leave your job, but find other vehicles. Find other yeah. vehicles. Yeah, that's some great advice, Kadeem. Thanks so much for sharing all your insight. It's great to have you on the show. I'm finally glad we finally did this. And whenever you want to come back, finances, it's one of those things where you could talk about so many different things across the board. But I think it's always important like to talk to you. And I've learned so much of, from you over the years. So it's always beneficial, I think, for everybody, right? So appreciate your insight and everything that you've had to share. I'm, I'm glad to be able to share it. I'm, I'm honored to be here. On Diva Tonight, you call it now? Diva Tonight? Yes, yes, for I sure. Was here, I was here for the beginning. I know what it was called before, but Diva Tonight, <laughs> it's an honor. And honestly, Kylie, you keep doing what you've been doing. You're, uh, you're, you're making, I don't want to say headway, but you're, you're moving. So I, I appreciate what you're doing because it's, uh, yeah, just keep pushing forward. Thanks so much, Kadeem. Hi, I'm Carlene and this is Diva Tonight. 
we have a featured guest, Tyler Del Pino. He will be performing in the end. Your train's arrived, now where's it go? Your heart's alive, still time to grow. The world's got its rules and it don't add up. So go where you go. We roll through life and wish for more. Forget it sits outside your door. The search for love, the quest for gold is happiness. A tale we're told the world's got its rules and it don't add up. So do what you can, never count on luck. Yeah, you hope and you pray that you This is Diva Tonight. 